Hello everybody and welcome back to the first episode of 2022. I am your host Reina and these are my ramblings. Congratulations for getting through another year. Sigh of relief. If you're listening to this in the new year, you might not resonate as much if you're listening to this in April but it might be a bit weird to say happy new year (laughs) but today I'm recording this on the 5th of January um, as a little recap of the past year to be able to look back at this in the future and to document what the year was like my reflections and things like that I just would like to say first of all thank you for continuing to support this podcast. Without it, I wouldn't have a place to document my thoughts. And it's just a really cool space to talk freely and know that people are quite interested in listening. Even if they're not, it's fine. I just think it's really cool that I can look back at this in the future. I know that most of the listens do come from my friends and family, which is cute, but they're are quite a few people who message me on Instagram telling me that they listen and they give me their thoughts and it's always so positive and sweet so thank you to everyone who is listening right now has listened in the past and who follows the podcast Instagram I want to carry on making episodes every now and then um, this year when I get inspiration because I think on average last year I did put up maybe one podcast episode a month I think two at the beginning but then it was like one and then maybe one every other month. Um, let me just look up how many episodes I put up in 2021. Uh, da, 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 da. Spotify. Eight. Eight episodes. So this is number nine. God damn, it would have been so satisfying if this was the 10th episode. Just like to round off the year with the number 10, but it's number nine. Um, but this is the first episode of 2022. Firstly, quick little life update. I've been at home for around three weeks on Christmas holidays from uni. Christmas was beautiful, very, very nice and wholesome. It was just a quiet one with my family, my sisters and my nieces. New Year's though, New Year's was very fun. I stayed at home, but I had some friends come over. I had a little get together at the house with my closest girlfriends from school. Not even from school just from home and it was a really fun time we just like got dressed up had food drinks played some games we did like a quiz obviously did the countdown and everything and it was really really nice obviously because of covid there wasn't too many people and I don't have too many close friends at home anymore I think just in general maintaining friendships from school to adulthood is very strange and nobody tells you what it's going to be like because you're changing a lot throughout that transition period and your friends are as well. Everyone's moving at different paces. And yeah, I just think that's like strange because you do think that when you're younger, you're going to be friends forever, but life happens and it's just not possible to see everyone all the time. Like everyone's so busy. But yeah, as the end of December, the day, during the slump between Christmas and New Year, which are in fact my favorite days of the year, I decided to do what everybody does and look back at the memories from the past year. I swear I saw about a million and one TikTok and real videos of people posting their like really aesthetic little photo dumps of the highlights from their year and I did make one but I just didn't post it anywhere. Um, I just kept it as a memory but it did make me realise how looking back at my camera roll 
my snapchat memories even my journal entries how much can happen in one year like things that happened in february and march 2021 did not feel it does not feel like 10 months ago feels like absolutely years ago just so much can happen in a year good stuff bad stuff a lot of growth it's crazy um but this episode will be nice to look back at when I come to the end of 2022 I can listen back to this or when I'm older maybe in 2031 I can be like I wonder what happened 10 years ago and I can look at this episode about 2021 and just be like yeah that was 10 whole years ago and life has changed so much and it will be there on the internet because things on the internet live forever um just going straight into it then the first thing of my 21 favorites is that I had like a big mindset shift in the way that I see the world not all of them are this deep some of them are just like music things some are like memories some are movies but this is like kind of a deep one my thing is now it comes from a place of privilege for sure I can appreciate that but perception is everything and I get to wake up every day and choose how I view my life I can like wake up in the morning and be discontent with the what I have and just want more and more things or I can just choose to accept things the way they are and just choose happiness. You can't really control what happens to you externally in the world and the events that happen to you but you can choose how you view things. That's what's in your control. It's definitely helped shape a healthier mindset around loss especially and process loss better which is something that did happen this year for example are you going to be bitter and resentful that when something is taken away from you whether that be an object or a person or an experience are you going to be bitter and resentful or are you going to be grateful that you got to experience it in the first place or you got the opportunity to have that thing Obviously, you can go through stages, like initially you'll be angry, then you go to a place of acceptance, and then maybe gratefulness. But long term, you can choose how you perceive past events. And that is something that I think has taken me a while to develop. But this past year, it's really just part of the way that I think now. And I think that's really beautiful growth. (laughs) The second thing is a lot less deep. It is my favorite month. My favorite month was June because looking back at the year I could just see from the pictures and the memories that I was capturing that my mental health was thriving I was very happy I was very content I think this is very much correlated with the fact that the weather was amazing like really freaking good despite the fact that I was sitting my first year exams during June I think they ended like early to mid-June like the, the exams were online so there wasn't too much pressure on myself to work and the weather was good I remember going into the park revising in the park sometimes hanging out with my friends at the same time there was just not a lot of pressure then we celebrated year one ending and then I went to London to see two of my to see one of my friends and we did loads and loads of stuff so she goes to uni in London we went to the National Gallery we went to Holland Park Somerset House the natural science museum the one with the big uh, dinosaur so cool um where else did we go we went to primrose hill that was really really nice like just the weather was so good then and then i came home and just enjoyed june like june was just really really nice the next thing the third thing is a book one of them 
Anyway, I read quite a lot of books this year and I loved all of them. But for non-fiction, my favourite book is a book called Ikigai, The Japanese Secret to Living a Long and Happy Life. The cover is really cute. It's pastel blue with like Japanese cherry blossoms on the front, I think. It's really, really pretty. And the book itself is really grounding and just a nice read. It's an easy read. I remember talking about it in one of my very, very early episodes um, on the podcast, but I finally bought the hardback copy this month um, or last month in December because before I just read it on my Kindle, but it's one of those books that I just needed to have in my collection. So there's nothing like a good physical book. Digital reading sometimes just doesn't hit doesn't hit the same but it's really really nice like it says by the title it's like Japanese philosophy tips about how to live a long and happy life and I think it focuses around like a certain island in Japan called Okinawa where they have the most amount of people who live to be 100 and like all of their secrets to getting there are really really cool Uh, The fourth thing is making this podcast. So I looked at the date and it was the 15th of April 2021. I'm just so thankful to myself in April that I did that. I can't remember why I wanted to do it or what kind of triggered me into making a podcast. I don't know if I just had a lot of spare time (laughs) or I was really bored, but it's one of the best things that I had the confidence to do. Quite a lot of people know I have it because I have an Instagram page for it. Um, A lot of people at uni I know I have a podcast, which is a bit embarrassing. But to be honest, I am proud of it. I need to own it more. I am proud I have a podcast. Uh, Because not going to lie, when I'm older, just knowing that I have this to like look back on and kind of see what I was thinking and my mindset when I was like 19 and 20, it's just going to be so cool. Um... But the next thing, the fifth thing, is another book, um, The Courage to be Disliked. It was another non-fiction book. I put, I need to put some more fiction books in this list, but I don't have too much to say on this book, except I love the writing style. I think it's written as a conversation between a student who's very immature in the way that he sees the world, and he's very emotional, and then it's he's having a conversation with like a master or a philosopher, and they just talk about trauma emotions how to be happy just philosophy in general and I think it's based around a type of psychology called Adlerian psychology it's a very nice read it's just like a very easy back and forth conversation type thing but it's very grounding I'd recommend that book um because it's not it doesn't feel like non-fiction it still feels like fiction I don't know if it's classed as non-fiction but it's not a story but it kind of is because it's a conversation. I think it's a made-up conversation, but yeah, that's that book called The Courage to be Disliked. Um, Okay, I'm excited about this one. Number six is Spider-Man Far From Home, best movie of the year. Even though I did watch it on the 27th of December, a bit late in the year, still the best movie of the year. So what? So what if it was a highlight of my year? I'm not embarrassed by that fact it just was the highlight of my year I'm not the biggest biggest Marvel fanatic like biggest Marvel universe fanatic but I can appreciate the movies and I find them so captivating just like how do they make them the movies are an absolute spectacle from the stunts to the whole worlds that they make to the costumes and the characterization and just how everything links together 
oh it's just it's just amazing and the soundtrack and, and the background music the cinematography is everything about this movie was good um now I'm kind of on a Marvel role like I'm watching the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films I'm probably gonna watch the other Marvel films like just all of them are good um but disclaimer I did see Homecoming Spider-Man Homecoming from I think it's 2016 2017 I watched it the day before I went to see Far From Home I watched it on the like the 26th and I went to see Far From Home on the 27th and then people were like you're such a fake fan like you don't even like Spider-Man that much but I really love the way that Tom Holland portrays Spider-Man he's just really really cute um and obviously Zendaya is like my queen so it was just a great movie the seventh thing is The Weeknd I really got into The Weeknd this year but by that I mean The Weeknd the artist not just like oh my god I really got into The Weeknds this year weren't The Weeknds great um no I feel like this year the weekdays and the weekends still felt the same especially during the first part of the year when we were still in lockdown for like four months um but yeah the weekend as an artist his music his vision his albums starboys still one of my most listened to album even though it's quite old now i think he did release after hours in 2020 but still very much rinsed that in 2021 and this is probably why it's he's on my mind a lot two days ago he announced completely out of the blue that he's releasing an album on the 7th of January, which is two days time, so, so soon, I really didn't know that I needed a new weekend album, I was just so content with my life, and then he posted, and I was like, wow, this is everything that I needed right now, and also, he's going on tour in the summer, and if I don't get tickets to that tour, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself, ever since he released not released, but announced that he's going on tour, I think maybe two or three months ago. I've literally been thinking about it every single day. Um, So please, everyone, just cross your fingers. Please pray for me that I go to see this man in concert. I haven't been to a concert since the end of 2019 when I saw Tyler, the creator, and I just crave going to a concert. So thank you if you're praying for me. Um, The eighth thing is a really really random thing but it was just such a pop culture moment just such an iconic moment but the eighth thing is the harry and megan interview i researched the date and it was march the 8th it feels like such a long time ago but it was just a national moment like it was a national event everybody was talking about it everyone was like oh my god what are you doing um tonight when when are you watching the interview like what are you doing for it um everyone was tweeting about it the whole thing was just so honest and quite shocking that they went on national tv at such prime time and everyone was watching it it was very very iconic um it was quite shocking but also not very shocking because the monarchy are evil and they based (laughs) their wealth is based on oppression and slavery so are we shocked that they're not nice to their members when they're not white like no we're not shocked it's yeah it was very very frustrating to hear that Megan went through all of that struggle and like they were questioning oh how dark will Archie's skin color be and all of these things but it was because she was different from the status quo she wasn't someone from their background like Kate Middleton she first first of all her race she wasn't white second of all she wasn't from a typical middle class aristocrat background she was an actress and so she was the other she was othered and 
she wasn't treated the same. Yeah, just such an iconic interview. Um, the next thing, the ninth thing, is a personal thing. It is the fact that my niece was born in March. She is the cutest thing ever. I can't get over how cute she is. Or that she's going to be one in March, uh, which is only three months away. And I'm really excited for her to turn one because I think we'll actually get to do a proper little party. I can't wait to make her birthday cake. Oh, she's just the cutest little human ever. Only nine months. Imagine only being nine months. That's so little. She's so young. She's got her whole life. I just... When I look at my niece and nephews, I'm just like, I wonder who you'll grow up to be. Like, I wonder what type of person you're going to be when you're older. Like, what jobs you're going to go into. Like, at the minute, they're all so young. Like, they're in nursery or, like, they're literally a baby. And I'm just like, I wonder who you're going to develop into. Just, yeah, just a random thought. But um, the next thing is I went to Somerset with my flatmate during Easter. This is the 10th thing. It's going to be a long episode, sorry guys. Um, but the reason why this trip was so nice is because I didn't go on my phone a lot. And we were just in the countryside and we went out for a lot of walks and picnics. And it was just a combination between the good weather, it was really, really sunny. Just being very present, not going on my phone. And then we went on a few like little day trips. So one day we went to the beach, which was nearby. One day... We went to Bath and Bath is one of my favourite cities in the UK. It's such a nice place. Um, It was literally the best week ever. <clears throat> Not even a week. I think it was four days. But yeah, just the best four days ever. I really want to go back there with her. Um, Yeah, hopefully this year. I don't know. We'll see. But number 11 is photo dumps on Instagram. I feel like nobody ever posts singular pictures on Instagram anymore. And... I kind of like this because it does make Instagram a lot less like a highlight reel and a lot more casual and relaxed. You can share a lot more in one post. Like, for example, you go to a birthday party and instead of posting one picture where you look really, really good, and like you can only post one thing to capture the whole night. And so often people post the best thing. But I like photo dumps because you might post like a random picture of a friend, like a little memory like just loads of little moments that you can all put you can put like up to 10 pictures right in one of those carousel posts I just like that it's like a whole experience and you can capture more but in one post still I still feel like photo dumps are quite curated and they're not just very they're not what's the word the most casual thing because people do put pictures in a very specific order and they try to make them look very aesthetic still but that's just the nature of like Instagram and stuff like that. But yeah, I like photo dumps. I love that people are just doing them a lot more. Um, it's very cute. The twelfth thing is a show on Netflix. Everyone watched it this year, Squid Game. Although I can appreciate the ending was very, very, very bad. I just love that a Korean show got like worldwide attention actually read that um in south korea they hated <laughs> they hated squid game but in a lot of western countries squid game was really really hyped and i just really liked the show apart from the ending i really liked it um and i love korean culture i watch a lot of korean shows and i got into bts a lot this year uh bts should be one of the things on this list to be honest but i haven't included them but this is their little appreciation moment i also tried to learn the korean alphabet i tried to learn korean but i got as far as learning the alphabet in the second or third fourth one of those lockdowns 
there's been way too many probably the third um but I can't remember it now but I did try and learn the Korean alphabet um I need to watch Alice in Borderland which is the show that people tell you to watch after Squid Game if you like that kind of psychological horror thriller vibe I think it's also Korean um but yeah I I need to watch that to be honest um number 13 is the song Pink Panthers just for me this (laughs) I'm just a bit shocked reading this I do really really like that song it was on TikTok for a while the sample of the song and she wouldn't release it for absolutely ages and that became like a really really trendy sound on TikTok and then she released a song and then she released an EP and to be honest I really really like the EP there's a song called Passion Mm, the best song um it's very just vibey and electronic very very nice music but yeah I put that Pink Panthers just for me (laughs) sure thing Raina um number 14 is another music related one it is Adele dropping Adele dropped her album 30 and it was like the nicest thing ever I didn't know that she was going to release an album and then the show on ITV um A Night with Adele was just something that I also didn't know that I needed it was just the best thing there was like loads and loads of celebrities from all types of like parts of Hollywood or like there was UK celebrities random actresses musicians I think Gareth Southgate the England manager was also there just a very random mix of celebrities and they all were there to like watch Adele perform her old songs and her new songs and it was really emotional and they asked her questions from the audience and it was just a really nice program I think that happened in like November um it was really really nice um but yeah Adele dropping what number 15 was is milk cake oh I started making milk cake during one of the early lockdowns maybe like April March April time um yeah I never had milk cake before and I started to make it a lot and then my friends were like oh my god this is so good so I just kept on making them I think I made about four three or four within a very short time frame um and I think (laughs) I hyped up this milk cake so much that my sister keeps asking me to make it but I always forget um so I should probably make it for her birthday in February I hope she's not listening to this but yeah I need to make another milk cake very soon number 16 is I listened to a lot of podcasts this year um I don't know what it was I did listen to podcasts in 2020 but this year was um 10 times more than I usually do um podcasts of note that I listen to like weekly or even multiple times a week is the close friends podcast to my sisters goes without saying with Sefi and wing in hindsight um stories about <laughs> the Sunday times has a podcast called stories of our times and it's very non-fiction like stories um like news stories but they kind of it's kind of it's more interesting than just like news stories um that's that one um mainly I like podcasts by multiple friends and they're talking about a particular topic for example the goes without saying podcast with Sefi and Wing they're just two friends and they talk about like mental health um sexual harassment just like really random stuff but very important topics and they just do it in a very casual way but also very insightful so um yeah that's podcasts number 17 is that I worked at my old college for a couple of weeks in July and when I tell you I've never experienced heat like this it was during the hottest days in July this year 
28, 29, 30 degrees. And I was working like nine to three or nine to four for quite a few days. I don't think every day, like all five days of the week, but maybe like three or four. I did this for a few weeks and it was so, so fun to be back at my old school and to see the teachers and to help out in the classrooms. They got me to talk about my experience at uni and how to get into uni and things but also I just helped out in classrooms and just like handed out worksheets went around the class and helped them um it was still strange because I don't think that you could go up to the children because of covid like you had to put a mask on but you had to stay at kind of a couple meters distance which was still very very weird like imagine going to school with all of this covid in place just insane but one of the days um was sports day and it was like 30 degrees and oh my god I absolutely died that day drank so much water I don't think I ate for the whole day because you know when it's like really hot and like you're busy and you just forget to eat you don't have appetite um sports day was fun though it just made me really really miss school really miss school um and sports days but um the next thing is I think this is number 18 yeah, maybe 18, is that I went to Devon with one of my best friends from home. Um, Devon is beautiful. I went in the summer, we just booked an Airbnb, and very similar to the trip I mentioned before when I went to Somerset, is that we just like explored, we went outside, we were in nature, we dressed up, we looked cute, the weather was nice, um, we went to the beach, read books, just walked around, we were just outside and enjoying life, exploring. We took a lot of pictures, like I documented a lot from that trip, um, which was nice to look back on. I made a little video and stuff. But yeah, just little spontaneous trips like that really, really made my year this year. I don't think I would have survived the year if I didn't have these little trips. Very privileged to be able to do that. Um, number 18 or 19, 19, 19 is actually having a university experience, actually being in person, seeing people, going clubbing, having my lectures in a lecture theatre, September 2021. So literally it's only been like three months of this in-person uni, but it feels like it's always been like this because it's been so hectic. For my course, I have a lot of contact hours and a lot of just work to do. So I've been in person a lot and yeah, it's just been the best, join societies Oh, it's just been really, really good. So yeah, actually having a uni experience has been 10 out of 10. And with that, number 20 can actually be salsa because I joined salsa society in September when uni started. I've been going pretty much every day. <laughs> Not every day, every Monday. Imagine doing dance every day. I'd be so tired. Every single Monday since uni started pretty much. Maybe not every, but... 90%. And I just absolutely love it. I think dance is literally my favorite form of exercise. It just puts you in a good mood. I love music. And now I really like like reggaeton and Spanish music. It slaps so much. It slaps oh, it's so good. Um, The one thing I like about salsa is, is that you go outside of your comfort zone and that you're dancing with people you've never met before, because it's a very much a social dance so you're dancing it's obviously like you're dancing in partners a male and a female so the guy leads and you like follow and 
yeah, you just dance with loads of different people. And in the class, we have to switch around a lot. So we have to dance with loads of different guys. Um, and everyone's so nice. Everyone's really, really sweet. But um, yeah, just a little something that I didn't know that I'd be doing um, salsa dance. If you told me at the beginning of last year I'd be doing salsa dancing, I would have told you you're a liar. But <laughs> I really enjoy it. So, um, One more thing is, I think this is the 21st thing like 21 out of 21, is I had a really good birthday this year. It was really, really fun because my friend did like a little surprise for me. So like the night before it was my birthday, so it turned 12 when this was happening. We were supposed to go out for dinner, but then she surprised me by throwing me like a little get together with a few friends. Like she made all my favorite foods. She made like some Indian food. Like, everything was homemade. She made, like, mac and cheese. And she made this cheesecake that was honestly the best thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. It was... I don't think I've ever ate a baked cheesecake before or one that was that good. But she made, like, a baked raspberry and white chocolate cheesecake. And I actually made that recipe for Christmas this year as, like, my family's dessert for Christmas. And they all loved it. It went down such a treat. But yeah, we did. She did a little surprise, and then on my birthday, I got to go home and I went for a meal with my mom and my sisters and my nieces and nephew. Um, and then that night, I went to a Japanese restaurant for sushi and things with some of my housemates and my best friend from uni. We like dressed up. That was really fun. But yeah, I had a great, great little birthday this year. I don't know if I did twenty one things. I think I just did twenty. But that is my little recap of the year. There was some really random stuff that I forgot I put on the list. Um, but anyway, it was a great year. I really, really enjoyed it. My top moments of the year has to be starting in-person uni. Um, generally, just living in the flat I did in first year. So from January to like June, July all the time that I had with like my flatmate from first year I loved that and we went to Somerset and then in the summer there was like the transition period between moving out and then moving into my second year house that was a very weird time but um yeah I went to Devon and then yeah just in-person uni was good just had a good year I think very very blessed I hope this year that I get to travel abroad I haven't been abroad in like a good two or three years like most people unless you're one of the lucky people that got to go on holiday <laughs> during the pandemic but yeah hopefully the dream countries I want to go to this year hopefully hopefully me and my mom are gonna go to Italy we've been saying this since pre-pandemic and I think this is the, the year finally we get to go so Italy um, I want to go to Croatia that's been on my list for quite a while uh, maybe this year we'll see um, Portugal's really cool, I would like to go to Portugal if it was like a little European break that me and my friends wanted to go on, I quite like Portugal, and then this is just like a dream for me, and I'm gonna try and manifest it as much as I can, I just need to find somebody or some people to go with, I want to go to Japan, right, I've been saying I love Japan, I read books on Japanese philosophy, I love Japanese and East Asian food, like it's, the, the culture is just beautiful, the nature there, I think I would just be so happy if I went to Japan. But if not this year, then 
somewhat soon in the future but that's kind of like a very big expensive trip that I need to think about before but if I did find people to go to Japan with I would drop all my money I would spend all my money all my life savings to go probably not the wisest thing (laughs) but I would try and make it happen even if I had to get a job or something to save up for it I would definitely do that if I had the opportunity to go to, to Japan um but let's hope all of this omicron cleans up cleans up clears up wow words i've been speaking for half an hour i don't know how to speak anymore hopefully all this omicron clears up and we can travel safely without like having to quarantine and stuff like that but yeah i'm excited for 2022 the first week it's been like five days but this week so far has been very very chill um it's a nice start to the year because the first two days of the year the first and the second was a weekend so it was just a very very good excuse to just rest at the beginning of the year and recover from Christmas like all the socializing and eat healthy again because boy did I really indulge over Christmas I ate so much food um but yeah I hope that you have a great 2022 I hope that 2022 has been treating you good so far and that a lot of blessings and good memories come your way this year that everybody is healthy and happy um getting a little bit cheesy I know but yeah I just I'm just so hopeful at the beginning of new year's it's just a really nice feeling hopefully this continues for a while longer um but actually there's one thing that I just remembered the reason why I'm in such a good mood is because yesterday they announced my university announced that exams are online and i I freaked out. I was screaming. I was jumping up and down. I quickly turned my laptop off and I put my iPad, my iPad and my textbooks away. And I was like, I can actually rest. I can actually breathe. And because all of this Christmas holiday, I've just been revising as well. So it hasn't felt like I've had a real, real break. But exams online, I have five in January this month. But now that online, I just feel like I can breathe again. And then the weekend is releasing his album in two days. My student finance comes in tomorrow and I just feel so, so happy. Um, yeah, this is really the light at the end of the tunnel. The tunnel being winter because I hate winter, how dark it's been. And I don't, I don't really thrive in winter, to be honest. But these past few days, I can actually see like the sun and blue skies. I don't think it's been nice weather like this for a while. The only annoying thing is that we didn't get much snow this year, which I really, really wish we got more of. Like last year, it was snowing for the whole of January, I swear. Like all the pictures I took in January last year was just like a snowy campus and campus looks so nice in the snow. But the weather's getting better. It's like getting sunnier. All of the things that I just mentioned. The life is good. Life is good. So with that, I urge you to reflect on what's good in your life at the minute. Just like think about some things that you're grateful for today trust me it will help with your mindset and yeah I hope you have a great day and a great rest of your week thank you for listening and I hope that you have a great 2022 bye